Hi, this is Erica, host of Paper Hope Street Team, and this is Our Future is Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 10-year-old Patrick Alford, who went missing from his hometown of Brooklyn, New York, on January 22, 2010. At the time of his disappearance, he was 4 foot 8, 65 pounds, with brown eyes and black hair. He was last seen wearing a red t-shirt, blue jeans, and a blue and black Michael Jordan sneakers. Patrick is biracial. He is half black and half Hispanic. Patrick also has a scar on his left eyebrow. If you know of Patrick Alford's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Patrick Alford, please click on the link on the the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfuturesmissing.com. Thank you. This is voiceamericakids.com. It's time for Speaking of Sports, your weekly look inside at the stats, scores, opinions, and facts from a kid's point of view. You can't miss one moment of the action going on in the next hour. Now, here's your host. Just very shocking. So Kansas State lost, and on top of it, Oregon lost to the to their number two uh, competitor in the Pac-12, which was Stanford, and they lost to Stanford in overtime at home just by a field goal deciding. So, yeah. And uh, also, I have a special guest today is Cornelius Hanna, who has been involved with many sports media in the past three decades. And then, so, Cornelius, why don't you uh, tell me about yourself? Oh, well, oh, that just sounds pretty good to be on radio with the, uh, how old are you? I've never been on the radio with a young guy before. Uh, I'm 14. 14. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All, right. All right. Well, it goes back into, like, the early 80s where I got into um, sports broadcasting went down in Miami, Florida, where I covered the Miami Dolphins with Dan Marino and the Miami Hurricanes with the big Jimmy Johnson teams and all the the, the big bad orange, uh, you know, great great era in college football down in Miami. Uh, and then from down there, you know, I covered sports and baseball, the spring trainings. But my, Miami sports wasn't as big as as it is now. They didn't have basketball. They didn't have the heat. They didn't have hockey at that time. It, you know, came, you know, about a decade later. So, but working with Fox Sports last the past decade, working all the World Series and Super Bowls and uh, the major events that they would cover, um, you, get, you get a really good insight on everything. Um, you know, hosting a radio show with Pete Rose, the legendary Pete Rose, baseball player, uh, learning a lot about the game of baseball with him. Um, and I, I can go down the line, but it's a good history of just being around the game. All right. Well, like, how many uh, total Super Bowls have you actually been to? Um, nine. Nine. Yeah. Wow. And, and uh, the most recent was the Steelers Packers in Dallas. Oh, I got to say, that was. <laughs> well, that was a great Super Bowl. Yeah. It's in Dallas, one of the number one stadiums, probably the number two stadium in the NFL. But right. Yeah, and then also we got the Super Bowl in New Orleans this year, and that's going to be in the Superdome, and also at MetLife Stadium next year. So like. This year. Uh, this year yeah, from MetLife Stadium. Oh no, you're right. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. You're right. So actually, right. And then in the following year is where. Is at MetLife Stadium, and then actually the then year then after that, that is here in University of Phoenix Stadium here in Arizona. Right. So, so very exciting. Can't wait for that. So, 
Yeah, so are, are you uh, going to be, like, participating in the Super Bowl? Like, What's that now? Are you going to be, like, are you... Uh, well, I do what? specialty stats for, for yeah. Fox Sports, so I'll be doing in-game stats. Um, like, like, matter of fact, on Sunday, I'll be do, uh, working the Cardinal game with the uh, Bears in town uh, locally here. Oh, that, so. that's going to be a great game. Right. And then, uh, so do you only, like, uh, help out the Super Bowl broadcast for Fox Sports, like... Every time they host it, which is like once every three years. Yeah. So yeah, and I this see I've worked with them on two Super Bowls already. Um, the first one I worked with them was when the Giants were here against the Patriots, and then uh, then the other one was the um, the Dallas the Dallas one uh, in Dallas one with the Steelers and Packers, and then they they did a a, a week long broadcast in Tampa the year the Cardinals play the Steelers. And I was fortunate to be able to go to the game there also. So, yeah. So, like, other than, like, uh, NFL football with Fox Sports, like, have you ever worked with any other, like, sports events? Oh, yeah. Stanley Cups, um, NASCAR, World Series in baseball. Uh, gosh, I, I can talk about the 81 World Series. Uh, that was the first one. Um uh, 98 World Series, the 2008 World Series, the 2009 World Series, the 2011 World Series when the uh, Cardinals beat the um, Rangers. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean it's those huge. are the ones. Yeah. Were uh, you uh, there for Game Six mm-hmm. when uh, the Cardinals were just like one strike away from yeah. winning the World Series? I gotta say that oh, was the Rangers mm-hmm. were one strike away from winning it. Yeah. Yeah. That that was. Very uh, nerve-wracking for St. Louis, but they came out in the end that they won Game Six and then won Game Seven. And then this year, who won the World Series? It was the Giants. Yeah, the year of the Giants because the Giants football team won it. They're defending champions, and then the Giants baseball. Oh. So it's a year of the Giant, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like it kind of makes sense because you know every like game for like these two teams for San Fran and New York has been like really easy for them because like. For the World Series for San Francisco, it was like a, a series sweep. Like, Detroit didn't even win a game. Well, they they swept the Rangers three years ago. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, the, Rangers the 2010 World Series. And then this year, they swept the Tigers. So, they won the last two out of the last three World Series, the the, the Giants. And this is, uh, like, their second they, World Series title? Um, No, not overall, no, but... As as a San Francisco team, yes, they've only won the World Series at San Francisco the last two of the last three years. They, uh, prior to that, they were the New York Giants when they before they moved to San Francisco, and they had a, a couple of rings. Um, you know, when Willie Mays was there one year. You know, I don't know if you know who Willie Mays is, but um, he's a Hall of Famer with 660 home runs. Yeah, that's, that was before all the steroids. You know. <laughs> uh, so like. Basically, like, a team, like, in 2010, they won the World Series, and then 2011, they didn't even go to the postseason, and then for them to come back in 2012, they were, the, the series they were so close to being eliminated was the the NLDS in, uh, here in 2012 was um, Cincinnati was seriously destroying San Francisco. Oh, they, they were way back. up. Yeah, they were way up. So, you What know, about Washington? Uh, the, the, oh, my gosh. I, I kind of feel, the feel bad game? for them. Remember yeah, the like, Nationals, yeah. like, 
they're they were up by like six two, runs. Six runs, and they let some of the players walk, and now Car the Cardinals just come back and just win the game. I just feel so bad for the. They Nationals. had the game won. No, you know, just some average good pitching would have gotten through, but. Um, but you know, they're, you're talking about the Cardinal baseball team that was the defending champions, who played like it, even though some players weren't there last year when they won it. Uh, but this year, they had some good players that came in and filled those needs, and they battled. They definitely played like champions, and they got through. The, the Nationals had it, and oh, yeah. you know, and, um, that, that was kind of, that was probably one of the surprising upsets because the way the Nationals were playing. Yeah, it was, this was all in the ninth inning, too. Yeah, right. So the Nationals, all they needed to do is just kept on striking out St. Louis, and they were so close, but they just mm -hmm. gave it up. So, you know. But we're not surprised that the Giants did what they did because they were good all year long. Oh, yeah. You know, when Melky Cabrera got uh, suspended for his steroid or, or performance enhancing uh, drug, he, you know, he was leading the league in, uh, in hitting. And. Everybody thought that they lost their best hitter, their MVP. Um, but what they ended up doing by the All Star break, or and all, and picking players off the waivers, is is some s pretty good players. And like the Scooteros, who was a tremendous MVP for them um, in the postseason. Um, and they had a you know Angel Pagan, the center fielder, who came over from the Mets, filled in nicely and and really stepped up. So. The Giants maintained it. They fought off the Dodgers. Everybody thought the Dodgers were going to just speed past everybody since the big trade they had with the Red Sox. Remember that? Oh, yeah. And what happened to the Dodgers? They tanked. Yep. And speaking of taking, tanking, what happened to the Red Sox? Uh, Weren't they a favorite to win it all? And they they ended up they in didn't last even make place. postseason, I don't think. Well, no, they were in last place. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. I mean, I, I've got many friends like that. I root for like the major city teams and yeah. like in the, in the MLB Boston's one of them and you know it's like yeah. there's a lot of major city teams that are like they're famous and then they go from like number one team to last it's like first to last so basically and what about uh, the Yankees the most like hated team I'd say in the MLB mm -hmm. and they just got killed by Detroit this year again yeah it's it, it's funny because the teams that beat the Yankees don't win the World Series. <laughs> and, and, and this is what my theory is because it's a big task to beat them because of their name. And then you have to restart your engines. Oh, yeah. And it's, mm -hmm. it's hard to go in and it, 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 postseason playoffs or football playoffs, NBA playoffs are, is, a, is a grind. And you put so much time into it and then you accomplish winning a series. And then what happens? You got to go and play another team. And restart yeah. your engines and, and and find a way. And look what happened. And when they beat the Yankees, they ended up going and playing um, in the World Series and had nothing. The players that, but see, people about people don't remember about the Tigers is that they didn't hit the ball very well. Also, it was a pretty ugly ALCS between the Tigers and the Yankees. The Yankees hit horribly. The Tigers yeah. hit horribly. The only difference was the Tigers. Just had enough timely hitting to win to win those games to get through. Well, did uh, Robinson uh, Cano? No, yeah, he was. That's a great example. Had one hit. Ah. Oh. Best hitter, one of the best hitters in the league, had one hit. 
if he had a, if you put him give him five hits, it, it may change the whole series, you know. But oh, you want to take a break? Uh, hey, well, uh, tell me about this place real fast that we're standing in front of. Well, we're at the uh, Cake Teeny Cafe in uh, Santan Village Mall here in uh, Gilroy, Arizona. So it's a great mirage, actually, right ne uh, near Santa Claus. So. Yeah, all the little kids are getting their photos. Oh yeah. With their parents right now, and it's this line is literally around the block. It looks like it's oh, yeah. conflict. I can see people over there waiting. Oh yeah, it looks like that line is for uh, the is carriage ride. So. Hey, that's just as fun too. Yeah, not a great <laughs> tradition. So. so okay. All right, so, just take a break. Yeah. Okay, so with that, we're gonna take a break. You're listening to Speaking of Sports here on the Kids Star Radio Network and on the Voice America Kids Channel. We'll be right back. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m. whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. You're tuned in to Speaking of Sports on Voice America Kids. Now, back into the action. Welcome back to Speaking of Sports here on the Kids Star Radio Network and broadcasting also on the Voice America Kids channel. So, in case you missed it, we were just talking about the uh, the NFL football season and also uh, the, uh, what, what were we, uh, Oh, yeah, the MLB, and, uh, the season for the 2012 season, so right here. So what I'm here with uh, my guest, Cornelius Hanna. He uh, works with Fox Sports and uh, other sporting events. So right now uh, we're going to jump on boxing right now, talk about the Marco, Marquez and Pacquiao rivalry. And so far uh, they just ended their fourth fight, and uh looks like Marquez beat Pacquiao in the knockouts in one of the rounds. And, uh, Cornelius, I think you, uh, work with, uh, all four of these fights. Yeah, I have. And, um, it's been a treat. I work with a very unique, um, very, uh, high profile slash one of the best boxing photographers in the industry. And he works for Top Rank Boxing. So everything in Top Rank Boxing promotes 
from the days with De La Hoya or any of the big fights back then to now, I've always been around the boxing game. The, the uniqueness of it for me, and it's very fortunate, is uh, I've been to a lot of fights as uh, media. Uh, I would sit maybe 15 to 12 rows from the, from the ring, which is a great seat. Um, you get a great view. Uh, I've sat further away, never good, too far away from the action. You really can't see it. Uh, TV-wise, it looks like you can see everything on TV that looks what's going on. Um, but clearly in the sport boxing, and this this is all going to tie back into what Marquez and Pacquiao, uh, what I saw, is you see things in boxing when you you really need to be up against that ring within maybe a few rows away. Uh, but once you start moving further away, you quite don't see everything. I'm talking punches that are hitting the gloves, hitting the arms, uh, things, and it sounds good, it looks good on TV, it, it, it's just the way the fighters dance and move around and bounce back because, you know, they get a little bit in trouble with a couple of combinations that hit gloves and arms, so they back away and it looks like the guy got hit. Um, but then you do see the jabs, the jabs that you don't see 12 rows away, the jabs you don't really quite see on TV. You know, unless the announcer says it, um, but even then, uh, and the announcers aren't always correct because it's, it's hard. But the Marquez-Pacquiao fight, Caleb, um, the fights themselves are just amazing. I was in a cab driving to the, the arena two weeks ago in Vegas to go to the fight to work with Chris Farina. He's the photographer for top the top rank, and. The cabbie driver asked us and said to me, hey, uh, what do you think about tonight's fight? And I said, uh, I'm a little worried about um, Manny Pacquiao. And he talks about how he wants to knock him out and how he wants to lay him out. And, and uh, that's not quite his style. He's a, a heavy puncher, a big puncher. But he's not quite the, the, the puncher that um, can take you out of your own fight game. And I thought it was a little alarming. And I was concerned and I even said that with Marquez, who hasn't, like you mentioned, won any of the previous fights. Um, he came awfully close. And um, he needed really to actually win this fight, Marquez. So he came in with a different attitude. He, he worked out hard. He bulked up. He got stronger. He had a mission. And the fact that you're going into a fight with a fighter who wants to knock you out. So when you throw big, heavy punches... You make sure that you're protecting your face. You're making sure that um, you're protecting, you know, the temple areas of your head where you get knocked out. So, what happened when that night was Manny was throwing too many big punches and opening up himself for the counter punch. And Marquez knows him so well. You said four fights, right? This yeah. is the fourth fight. Yeah. So, Marquez knew how to counter Manny's punches. And he was right on that night. Oh, yeah. He just knocked him out before the fight even ended. Yeah, it did. It, you know, it was a second before the bell rang. Um, I would say this. I would say this, that um, Manny was winning the fight. He clearly had him. He broke his nose in the fifth round. He broke Malquez's oh, yeah. nose. It was like hanging off his skin, basically. Uh. It was blood. It was bloody. Uh, he couldn't breathe. Um, Manny tried to knock him out. I was concerned that Manny would wear himself down too fast. And um, in the sixth round, Manny looked in control of the fight. And I had him ahead by two 
two rounds right before the knockout, before he got knocked out. He didn't have to go aggressive and look look for the knockout punch. Let me tell you what happens at a boxing fight when you you yeah. they they clack these these two sticks to warn the fighters in each corner also that there's ten seconds remaining in the round. Yeah. Okay. Also, if you're a fighter and you know you're in control, you have your opponent's nose broken, he's bleeding, he can't breathe well, he's fighting, he's battling, but you know he's going to wear down in another round or two. Manny continued to be aggressive, even with the last seconds remaining in the sixth round, and he got caught, and he got caught in the biggest way everybody never imagined. He looked, honestly, he looked like he was never going to breathe again, the way he was laying. He laid there, which seemed to be for quite a few minutes on the ring so yeah and then like this rivalry between Pacquiao and Marquez has been like huge the first fight was uh was in 2005 was decided to a draw yeah I'm going to show you a photograph <laughs> um this is my view oh wow okay and you describe what you're seeing so it's basically is that Marquez mm -hmm. just celebrating after uh he knocked out Pacquiao so where's Manny at <laughs> Manny, he just laying down like he's oh. uh, basically like going to the hospital. Yeah. Like he's yeah. completely knocked out. Yeah, and um, but the view is right, right on the ring. I'm on the mat, basically, right? Oh wow, yeah. you're really that yeah. close. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. very, very impressive. Um, in what? yeah, but you learn a lot about sports when you are covering, when you're close to it, and this is something that what you're doing at a young age is to be able to be involved, be around the sports so you learn more. And the other way you learn more about it is you, you talk to the athletes. You talk to them. You get to know them. You understand the game better. It's, you know, instead of just assuming a lot, you know, and understand the sport itself. So, um, and it, it comes to you. There's a lot of people in the industry that don't, never played the sport do a pretty good job and analyzing the game and this fight game. So, I take a boxing fight over a UFC fight anytime. Well, like uh, MMA and UFC, like I think it it can be a little more physical than boxing. But uh, you know, in boxing there's 12 rounds and uh, yeah, yeah, and you're paying big dollars for that, so you oh, yeah. want to see 12. And in, in, in MMA is three rounds or five rounds, right? And basically, it's all about the wrestling, the artistic way, you know. Yeah. The, you know, and it's an artistic fight, but it can get also very bruising. Um, it, the thing is, when you watch the the Manny Pacquiao, Mar uh, one uh, the Marquez fight for six rounds, Caleb, mm -hmm. it was a fight. I mean, they're fighting, they're punching oh, yeah. each other. <laughs> I don't get that in the MMA stuff. Well, like in, uh, in MMA, basically, they have, uh, it's kind of like more sophisticated. They have, uh, sure. like, better moves. Well, and uh, basically, like... It's a combined of different if, fights. Uh, if, like, let's say, like, Manny Pacquiao went up against, uh, let's say, Junior Dos Santos in uh, the UFC. Right. I think Junior Dos Santos would pretty much kill Pacquiao because he has, uh, since he's in the UFC, he knows how to take him out better, basically. You, th you would think so, you yeah. know. Um, 
it's a different sport. That's all it is. Um, but when it comes to the fight game, if you want a fight sport, if you're liking the, a, a sport that fights, <laughs> I take boxing. And and that night, um, you know, there were over a million pay-per-view watchers that night. Um, and there's a reason for it. When and when the sport of boxing brings together fighters like this, the the, the rivalry that you said maximizes. When, when I was there watching Holyfield and Tyson, when I was there for the ear biting incident, when I saw the the rematch and and all these. Uh, <sighs> The magnitude, it's its tremendous. I've seen the, all the De La Hoya fights and the Bernard Hopkins fights, um, you know, uh, Floyd Mayweather. Um, I'm, just look, I'm just thinking of the re more recent fighters that people can talk about. But when you, when you look at these fights, and they're huge, the crowd, it's, it's a different interest, and, and it's a higher level of an interest. And MMA has its audience, but it will never... I don't think you'll never get this. And here's another: they're going to fight five, a fifth time, most likely. You think so? Yeah, yeah. It, it, the money is huge. It, you know, you know they make money, and they got to make money. So, what's the best? Okay, give, give me your. Uh, this is a good example. And uh, give me your two most popular fighters at a heavyweight level in in you know the MMA UFC stuff. On UFC, yeah. uh, I would probably say. Junior Dos Santos, which is he's the heavyweight champion. Okay. And like, then also Kane Velasquez, he's a uh, he's been a heavyweight champion match. Yeah. He lost against Junior Dos Santos. Arizona State University. And uh, yeah, he goes to Arizona State University, and uh, he's a great fighter. And you know, every okay. time he fights, it's like it's like Kane giving the other uh, fighter pain. <laughs> All right, so you're gonna get a good audience. People are gonna like it. Okay. And then you have the fifth fight. Yeah. On that night, who, who, who are who, the people going to watch? What first? They're going to watch the Marquez fifth, a uh, Marquez and and De La, uh, De La Marquez and Pacquiao fight. Yeah. Or they're going to watch the De La, um, the or they're going to watch the UFC fight, right? Yeah. Which one? What what, what would be your choice? So. Yeah. So. So you think there will be a uh, Marquez and Pacquiao like fifth fight? If there is, do you think uh, Marquez uh, will like have a still have a better chance against Pacquiao? Uh, yeah, but I don't know if you come back and battle after winning everything you wanted to be a champion. Yeah. You know, and Manny now has more. Uh, you know, Manny was winning that fight. He was going to beat him. Yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. he was on his way. So people forget that they think that it was. You know, uh, Marquez did not was not beating him. He yeah. got he got the great the yeah, great Pacquiao punch. Yeah, Pacquiao was just all the yeah. way, and then it's yeah. just Marquez Marquez comes out the big surprise. Yeah, and you know, like the the first fight it was a draw, then the second fight Pacquiao won just by a one point decision. Yeah, and the third fight Pacquiao that was probably Pacquiao's best fight because he was decided yeah. by six points. Right, right, and then. Mar then the fourth fight, Pacquiao was just—he was a, taking advantage of Marquez the whole time, and then he just came out the big surprise, and Marquez just knocked him out. Yeah, oh, he walked into the punch. Um, and you know, from my from my view, it looked like somebody got my like somebody somebody flashed in front of me, and I didn't see what happened. 
because it happened so fast. It, it was. Oh yeah. Um, not, not one of the photographers actually have the punch hitting him. Oh. That's the amazing thing about this this great finish is nobody really has the punch. Yeah. They have the the fall down. They have um, maybe the punch that followed through it. Like you know, when when a punch follows through, you get the, like the after shot. You know, following through. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't actually have it when you see photographers. Um, take great photos of a fighter or fights I mean they literally get the glove that's yeah. hitting the cheek of the person that's and they have it framed so nice nobody actually was able to catch that punch so it's sort of a mystery so right. you want to go to a break oh yeah okay. right. <laughs> well, we're going to take a break for now and uh, you're listening to Speaking of Sports here on the Kids Star Radio Network and on the Voice America Kids Channel we're broadcasting live on the Cake Teeny Cafe in Santan Village Mall. We'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You just love your pets. But sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Speaking of Sports on Voice America Kids. Now, back into the action. Okay, welcome back to Speaking of Sports here on the Kids Star Radio Network and on the Voice America Kids channel. I'm Kayla Bushy once again and uh, coming live from the Cake Teeny Cafe store in uh, Santan Village Mall in Gilbert, Arizona. And uh, so let's uh, go back here. Uh, we're just talking about Marquez and Pacquiao. And uh, once again, I uh, have my uh, guest here, Cornelia Santos. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, thanks for joining me. So, that was a fun time. <laughs> Very nice. Um, I would love for you one day to go see a, a boxing fight. <laughs> yeah, I've I never even been to a UFC fight. So. <laughs> well, like I said, the energy of a boxing fight is a lot different. And the magnitude of a big fight that is boxing continues to surpass a big fight in the MMA uh, fight game. And, um, you know, the, the sport of boxing... Um, my final thought about you know everything is, it's been ne- desperate for something like this, and the, the sport itself is worldwide. It's 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 really an international sport. Domestically, we haven't had any good American fighters other than Sugar Shane Mosley, who is now aged and moved on, and Bernard Hopkins, and 
uh, De La Hoya, and these are the most recent yep. ones, and Mike Tyson and things like that. But that era is over with, and there has not been a new fighter that is domestically grown. So they're all overseas, they're all different uh, fighters, but they fight here because the money's here. So a fifth fight between Marquez and De La Hoya, I mean, um, and Pacquiao, yeah. has to happen. I mean, why would a promoter not want to make money? This is the biggest fight that the sport of boxing has had in a decade. Yeah. Since probably since the the Tyson Holyfield fight. This is how big wow. this is. Yeah. Yeah. It would be that big of of a, of a cash day. <laughs> and, and if there was a uh, Marquez and Pacquiao fight five. Yeah. When do you think it would take place? I, I like May fifth, Cinco de Mayo, with Cinco the. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> everything's five across the board, yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, you know, with the Hispanic Mexican community and so forth. So. Yeah. So. All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining Appreciate me it. here. All so, right. I'll be listening to the rest of the show, though. Go okay, ahead. Okay, well, thanks. Okay, so that was uh, Cornelius Hanna, works at Fox Sports, and uh, he also works the Manny and Pacquiao, uh, Manny Pacquiao and the Marquez fight. So, yeah, so that was fun. Okay, so let's talk about the NHL lockouts, and, you know, the lockout is still occurring. Is the games have been cha- canceled through January, and you know, it's not the best year uh, for the NHL lockouts, and you know, probably the worst lockouts we've probably seen. And like, unlike the NBA, at this point they would have solved it already. And you know, in the NBA they already solved the uh, the NBA lockout that took place last year in 2011. They solved it by like November. They kicked off the season right on Christmas Day, you know, it was great. And uh but this seems a little different for the NHL. What I just don't like is that these players that play in the NHL, like such as like Johnson Quick from the LA Kings, Shane Doan from the Coyotes and like all those other like great players, they get paid about millions and millions and millions of dollars. And you know it's like for them, it's, they're just saying that's not enough. And, you know, the NHL just keeps on offering more money, and it's still not enough for them. So, you know, it's just these players are just getting very, very greedy. And, you know, just sad because, like, to think that these players are very greedy and they're just causing the whole season to fall apart. And, you know, it's just very sad, you know, for the NHL to go through this and also sad for the fans because they won't be able to go to a hockey game or ever go to a hockey game this the rest of this year. So hopefully at least Santa will come this year and uh, bring an NHL season by at least by the arrival of the New Year. So that will be very interesting. So and also what was also great about the NHL lockouts, I mean, I, I mean the NHL season, the previous season, during the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs is at the LA Kings – they won the number one, number eighth seed, which is the lowest seed in the playoffs, and yet they were able to beat the best three teams in the West just by a blowout series. They may have got like one loss in the series, but that was it. They just won the series, and like it's very shocking to see they beat Vancouver, the number one seed. They're hoping uh, Vancouver. They're hoping to go back to the Stanley Cup. And uh, hopefully win it, but you're just so sad because they lost to LA Kings by a uh, 
in overtime in uh, game five. So, uh, you know, it's just very shocking. And then L.A. went from there. It went to the next round against St. Louis. And, um, like, again, it's another blowout. They just only had, like, one loss. That was all. So they swept St. Louis, and then they also swept the Phoenix Coyotes. So a great team. The Coyotes went up uh, number three seed. They, they beat Chicago, and then they beat Nashville. So, yeah, it was great. Okay, so with that, we uh, I guess that's uh, that's going to wrap up our show tonight. And uh, I'll be sure to listen uh, again soon. So I'm Caleb Bishop, and you've been listening to Speaking of Sports here on the Kids Star Radio Network and the Voice of America Kids Channel. And uh, once again, we're live here from Cake Teeny Cafe here in Santan Village Mall at Go, Arizona. So, you know, great to hear from Cake Teeny, and I will probably be broadcasting at the Microsoft Store, too, and uh, also will be uh, broadcasting ASC Women's Basketball on Kids Star Radio Network. That should be coming this uh, January, February. So be a lot of fun. I'll be there. So thanks for listening, and I'll see you again soon. You've been listening to Speaking of Sports here on the Kids Star Radio Network and on the Voice America Kids channel. See you soon, guys. Thanks again for listening to Speaking of Sports on the Voice America Kids channel. Make sure you come on back next week for another great show. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.